Welcome to another episode of The Scurf Show. This is your host, Nick Scurfield. We recorded this interview with Travis Weaver of Man Ready Mercantile on Instagram Live. You can follow Travis on Instagram at at TSWeaverCo and at ManReadyMerc for Man Ready Mercantile. Love talking to Travis. Got some great business advice. And if you get a chance to check out the video version of this episode on our YouTube channel, you'll see that we got to take a look at some really cool products inside the store. Just to give a little introduction, what um, I would like to do on the next 30, 40 minutes when we're talking is uh, just talk about what you've been doing during COVID-19 at Man Ready Mercantile, how you've been adapting, uh, maybe some silver linings. You are at the store, so we're going to get a chance to see some products and get a little virtual tour, which I'm excited about. Before we get into all that, I did want to properly introduce you and, and talk a little bit about your background. So first, could you just maybe start off, uh, tell people what, what Man Ready Mercantile is all about? Yeah, so uh, my name is Travis Weaver, and I'm the founder of you know Man Ready Mercantile. Uh, we're located here in Houston, Texas at 321 West 19th Street in the Heights. Um, we, um, I started this business in my apartment by making soy candles and reusable whiskey glasses. And I went door to door selling them to kind of prove a point that you can, you know, you can start something from nothing. You don't have to grow up um, rich, or you don't have to ask for a handout. And you can make it these days. You just have to work hard, work honest, do the right things, work with your community. You got to you got to have some creative thoughts as well, of course. But um, you know, I kept making more and more products that were typically only geared uh, towards. Um, in the past, they were geared towards women. And I made them more marketable and approachable for kind of guys or really as, a, as, as gifts for guys. So I'd make like, like I said, soy candles and whiskey glasses. And I'd make bubble baths and bath salts. And I put them in whiskey bottles. And I wouldn't call it a bubble bath. I'd call it a tub elixir. And I wouldn't call it a bath salt. I'd call it, you know, a tub, a tub soak or something like that. So just a more marketable name. I and mean, that's what my background is, is in, is in marketing and advertising. And um, I have no experience in retail, and so I'm kind of learning this as I go. And really, my passion's not even retail, even though we have a retail store. It's in it's in uh, manufacturing and, and you know creating things and, and selling them. I just like to sell stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, so technically, we're, you know, fast forwarding, that was in 2012 in my apartment where I was making all these items. And then I started, uh, you know, I started ManReady.com, and then. Um, uh, I'd upload photos on there that I take with my iPhone because I didn't even have enough money for a, um, a digital camera or whatever, you know, or, or, or any of that stuff, uh, lighting or photo editing apps or whatever you call it. So what I did is I uh, took photos with my iPhone, put them on manready.com, the products that I made, and then I ended up um, buying other brands just like any, any uh, store would that, you know, they have other brands. So I'd buy other brands and put them on manready.com. And then I was shipping this stuff all over the country. And I was picking up wholesale accounts. And one of the first ones I ever got was, ironically, Whole Foods. And we had six SKUs in there. And Whole Foods, like in the first two months of business in my apartment. And so, which was bonkers, you know. And so then uh, we picked up more and more wholesale accounts, like smaller ones. And then uh, across the country. And then making more and more products, buying more and more stuff. And then I put vintage stuff on there and I, cause I grew up buying and selling vintage goods. And then, um, <clears throat> which is what the shop's decorated with, uh, to this day. And then, uh, I outgrew that space, had enough money to get the space that we're at here in the, in the Heights, got it. It's a two story brick and mortar building built in 19, 1920. And really mm -hmm. the idea at first is I just wanted a warehouse to be able to make the products in and to be able to ship them out at wholesale and online. And um, we found this space. We're like, hell, we can like make everything downstairs and ship it out of there. And then upstairs, we'll just have a store. If people want to come up and buy something, they can. That's all good and great. And then, then it went crazy, you know, and then the retail store became the, the, the biggest revenue portion of the business. And then um, we outgrew the downstairs on being able to make, because that's where we're making all the products, right? We outgrew that right. really quick, and then we got the um, um, our production space down the road here in Houston, and that's where we make a lot of the products that we that we sell. So we we make higher end um, apothecary products like um, lotions and soaps and stuff like that. And they're higher end because uh, we use premium ingredients and we use 
um, essential oils. And as you know, those are very expensive. Uh, they're, they're not cheap for us to make and they're not cheap for people to buy. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're good, really, really good. And they're not all like super dude scents. You know, they're not, they don't smell like a, a tractor tire or bacon or something stupid. They're not tchotchke, goofy, you know, smelling like Wrangler blue jeans or something. I don't, or whatever. I don't even know what people would be into, but, um, <laughs> ours are, you know, professionally packaged type, type stuff. We do our own graphic design. We do our own photography. Um, we do our own manufacturing, our shipping and distribution. Uh, we do everything internally, and that's what, uh, you know, it allows us to expand and grow and create more jobs and, and whatnot. So we, we invest all the money back into the business and uh, into our employees. Um, so we have that space, and it's really cool. It's like uh, I'll post pictures of it on our Instagram page on occasion. It's got a, a really cool three-piece, like, like slate pool table. Uh, which is awesome. It's got a ping pong, dartboards. It's got a bar, a kitchen, leather making, candle making. We host workshops and stuff over there. It's really yeah. Cool. I still need to get over there and see that space. Yeah, it's like incredible. And then um, here, you know, we focus mainly on super premium goods, uh, on uh, like third party brands that we bring in, mostly on made in the U.S. So I would assume because we wholesale to like I don't even know how many co- companies across the the world but i haven't seen any other business that has as many made in the usa brands as we have uh not, oh, even, nice. not even near so that's kind of our thing uh, and uh so is is mostly made in the u.s but we do have select brands from other countries because some things in other places they're built they're built much better than they're built here it's the way it is so just because something's made in the u.s doesn't mean it's like the best and that's just a misconception and I know because I've been doing this a long time, even before, you know, dealing with different types of products and goods and manufacturing and all kinds of stuff. Some of the conditions aren't great. Some of the products aren't great. The people mm-hmm. running the businesses aren't great, just like in any other place. So um, some of the stuff in other places is just better. And so we, we're going to search out the best, but we do like to keep it here as much as we can uh, in the U.S. and then even more centralized in Texas and even more centralized in Houston. And if we can, here in the Heights, you know what I mean? So yeah. we want to keep jobs here. We want to support here. That is the main part of our deal. But the other caveat is the best, you know? So if the best alpaca is from Peru, that's where we get it from. You know, if the best right. wool is from, you know, Ireland, that's where we get it from, you know, or whatever. And so, you know, some places have just been doing this stuff for hundreds of years on some types of manufacturing, like these axes that we have made from Hutzbrook. They're from Sweden, from hand forged from uh, 1697. <laughs> I mean, wow. you know, the best, right? And the long, the tradition and the values and all the things that they go in there. Some people here just aren't going to put that time and attention into it because there's not that, they don't have the market for it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so, I say super premium because the type of products we have, they're, they're again, like the, the products that we make, they're not cheap. They're not cheap to make. They're not cheap to buy. A lot of this stuff does not come on some mass produced assembly line that's laser guided with robots working it. And, uh, um, what does it say? Somebody's. Archive Collection Co. said our journals are made in the U.S. Oh, cool. I'll have to check them out. Uh, yeah. We also had, um, uh, I think greatest of all Texas uh, chimed in with a comment saying they miss they miss drinking old fashions while they shop. Oh yeah, yeah, see that. Yeah, we have a bar. I don't know what call it a bar. It's a little bitty bar in here where it's actually behind me, and uh, we got some booze up there. Looks like there's some. I'll it's take like a private collection right now. Yeah, that's just we've got <laughs> liquor all over this place. Uh, but we have, we we have a little bar where we'll make you a. a um, homemade old fashioned whenever you whenever you come in they're on the house we can't uh the law here in texas we can't we can't sell them because we don't have a liquor license but as long as you're over 21 we can give you a drink uh, mm-hmm. so but anyway what i was saying is uh the type of products we have and some people you know to be honest with you it's a little frustrating for me at times because they don't get it on the way prices work on stuff like they'll come in or they'll i'll post something online i'll just say like this is one of our man ready shop tees and they have like the actual like man ready i can't really see it i'll show you here in a minute the man ready mercantile tag yeah and um, 
we have these custom made in California, low production run, and we sell them for thirty-six dollars uh, for the blank for the T-shirt. The thirty-six dollars pre-shrunk organic cotton, custom made. We order like you know a few thousand of them at a time in a few different colorways. That's they don't even hardly want to make them for that low mm. production run. It's, it, you're eating up their line time. They need that thing like blasting, right? Just like right. any other textile made. They want to run thousands and thousands and thousands of yards and miles of the same color, you know, for a month at a time um, or whatever, a week at a time. or And that's how you maximize your their margins, right, and their output. They don't want to be changing over the mills or the loom, whatever, they're, however they're making it. So we get a night on the low quantity you know and um whereas these big companies call it fruit of the loom you know they can sell tw three packs of t-shirts for uh they can sell three packs of t-shirts for 12 dollars at walmart mm -hmm. but we're not selling three packs of you know t-shirts you know it's we're not you know you're, that's not a deal you know if you want a cheap t-shirt go to walmart go to target go to jc Penney's or macy's or whoever sells all that stuff you can buy all you want you're gonna buy something from here. It ain't gonna be cheap, and it's not gonna be cheap made. It's just, it's the, it's right, the quality. It's quality, it's just, like you're talking about. It is, and um, you know things here mess up just like anywhere else. And if they do, you know who you can come back to and make it right. It's just <laughs> absolutely the price yeah. tag associated with that. So you you get a fourteen dollar that old fashioned that we'd make behind us. That thing costs fourteen dollars in any bar and restaurant now. Free. You want a beer? No problem. Got it right here. They're free. Yeah. You know, the type of staff we have here, they're not, you know, just goofballs off the street that are coming in to collect a minimum wage deal. They have their degrees and all kinds of stuff. And, mm -hmm. all, you know, they're just not hacks, you know, and yeah. uh, there's not a normal retail environment here. This this building is very expensive uh, rent here <laughs> and everything that you'll see in here. I mean, this stuff takes a lot to operate it so uh but it is frustrating at times just let's you know i'm venting a little bit there's some people oh yeah amazing okay. t-shirt it's 36 dollars though what are you thinking i'm like what do you mean that's a ridiculous price and this is very seldom by the way thank god and i'm like dude you, i'm not even it's not even worth my breath to even try to explain to you <laughs> you know and a lot of times it'll be the same people that are like <clears throat> um oh yeah you gonna buy me in the usa and then like they look at that price thing like you don't really buy made in the USA, buddy. Because you know, if you did, you would know. <laughs> yeah, that it costs more to manufacture stuff here, <clears throat> especially whenever you're dealing with a small brand. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, well, you know, that's fine. That's what oh, yeah. that's, that's what we've got here. And now we have you know probably a hundred plus made in the USA brands, probably fifty other brands from around the world, and we wholesale and distribute our products that we make here in Houston, around the country, around the world. And then, um, you know, that's the overview. And we've got um, the the two floors. Man Ready's upstairs, which is where I'm at right now. And downstairs is called, since we moved everything out down the road to production, our production space, we have, um, um, we turned everything downstairs into um, a women's shop, a shoppable women's shop. Candle shop. Like, yeah, we call it the candle bar at Man Ready. Um, <clears throat> so you can come in there we'll make you a drink on the house and we'll teach you how to custom make your own candle like I, I used to do back in my apartment back in the day you'll label and leave with it uh, we have a Miss Pac-Man down there you can hang out and drink and play it we have a big American flag it's like I don't even know how big it is we found it at a flea market in Brooklyn you can uh, take a photo in front of that with your family we have a kind of an Astros mural on the outside which is really cool you can take a photo there and then we have a vintage Volkswagen Beetle that's a, with a mural behind it. So when you get in the car and you take a photo, it looks like you're in your own postcard. You know, so we just kind yeah. of everything really 360 degree marketable moments here because then that's that advertising uh, background in me that, I, you know, I think about because I want everybody marketing for us, you know, that comes in. And yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah you guys get a lot of. Uh... I mean, see your stuff all over the place on social media and that American flag uh, yeah. in particular is a great photo op backdrop. Uh, and I definitely want to talk about some of the things that you've been doing. You're always innovating. Uh, you know, you guys are definitely a, 
a staple uh, in Houston on 19th Street there, um, you know, with your products and, uh, and just the way you go about your business. Um, did want to say hi to and thank everybody who's been joining. Um, saw Steph Gonzalez, an old friend. Uh, she said two of her favorites, uh, me and you, I guess that meant. <laughs> and uh, a few others, uh, Tony Dabbitt, I'm seeing uh, Grace Gibson, my fiance is on in the other room. Thanks, Grace. Oh, cool. uh, but if you if you guys have questions for Travis, um, send them in. We'll we'll try and answer them as as we're talking. Again, this is Travis Weaver, the owner of, of Man Ready Mercantile, um, a great Houston business that has reached far beyond Houston. Um, and we're talking about how you've been adapting during COVID nineteen and um, how people can support you as well. Before that, I did want to ask uh, about your hometown. Uh, you're from Zephyr. Texas and I, and I googled oh. Zephyr before we did this call. I didn't realize. I know it's a small town. Uh, said the population as of two thousand was like one hundred ninety eight people. Yeah. Um, tell me about tell me about Zephyr. Yeah. So um, Zephyr is up by um, uh, Brownwood, Texas. Brownwood, Texas, which is like in the center of Texas. Uh, most people wouldn't know that. Maybe like Abilene or something. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of near there. But um, Zephyr is a, a very small school or very, very small town. We actually played six-man football, so we didn't even have enough people to play 11-man. Wow. We, uh, so it's the best way that I can describe it is kind of like rugby, kind of. Uh, the rules are a little bit different. When I say rugby in the, in the sense that everybody's, everybody's just much, much – it's more high impact. And um, we just made fun of 11-man schools because everybody was – too big and too slow and we were just like if we had 11 men our type of players we would just annihilate an 11 man team that was like always our dream is to be able to pull enough people together to be able to actually go out <laughs> and play 11 man team because the guys we had were all just very very fast and very quick and um it's just different than just a bunch of guys just kind of bumping pads at uh, at a line because every everything's just very different so i know nick you're mm -hmm. into, really into sports you should like try to find a really good six-man team somewhere in the state one of these weekends, take a, like a road trip uh, when I guess people can play football again. And then yeah. go out and like watch a really cool, you know, uh, a really good six-man game because the scores will be like, you know, 68 to 84 or something. And the, wow. the, the field is 80 yards by 40 instead of 100 by 50. So it's, it's – and the rules are different. And uh, a lot of – Yeah, I've never seen it. Very cool. High impact, high scores. It's crazy. But, I mean, you have, like, superstar athletes out there. It's very interesting. But anyway, mm. uh, I went to Zephyr High School, K through 12. Uh, a lot of the kids – I had um, 22 people in my graduating class, I think. And oh, yes. um, so I think six of us were in school, K through 12, our entire life together. <clears throat> so that was kind of interesting. But, yeah, we just grew up hunting and fishing and um, hauling hay in the summers. Um you know, you, you do whatever you, you can during the summer to get stronger for football for whenever you're in school. And then, um, so I hauled hay and, um, um, <laughs> it's just a different life altogether, but the type of values and things you learn there have carried with me over with me to this day. And so, you know, whenever I'd work with my granddad, um, I, I guess he passed away when he was 90, 92 or something like that, I think, but so I honestly didn't know him. And that was when I was like 20 years old. So obviously I didn't even know him until he was in his 70s, right? Because I wasn't, right. you know. And so, but I remember he would work from sun up to sundown seven days a week. And he wouldn't come up. He would be gone. He would be at, at work working cattle when the sun went up. I mean, came, you know, was coming up. And he left whenever it was going. And that's why a lot of times people ask me, you know, like, you know what, you know, what's the, you know, what should I do if I'm wanting to start my own business or I want to get into manufacturing or whatever, you know, what advice do you have having gone through this stuff? Cause we've been through mm -hmm. like hell over the years, you know, like, and a lot of people that have been along the journey, they see it cause I'm very vocal about it, about highs and lows and things I mess up on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the thing I can tell them, and I was even talking about it yesterday on this uh, other thing we had going on that was live, is you, if you think that you're going to get into your own business and work 40 hours a week, I can guarantee you, you won't 
you are going to fail so miserably and of epic proportions that you can't even imagine. You're going to fail if you think you're going to only work 50 hours a week. You may, may make it if you work 60 hours a week. May. So if I tell people if they want to start their own business, and this is, I get literally the question every single day on, on some form of social media. They're going to find me and message me, and they're going to ask me about something, that, you know, starting a business every, every day. Mm-hmm. And the best thing I say is if you're not willing to at least work 70 hours a week for years, then don't even think about it. Just get it thought out of your head. So that's the best advice I can mm-hmm. have is you need to be committed to Great 70 advice, hours for in, yeah. a, in a year. Do it. Because I can tell you right now, the ones that succeed are the ones that are doing that, and they're committed to it. So if you can't commit mm-hmm. to it, Go work for somebody else that will let you work 40 hours a week and it's going to pay you regardless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, having your own business uh, is definitely not a vacation. No, but everybody thinks that, you know, I'm going to be your own boss. And I can tell you right now, you're never going to be your own boss. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a whole lot of them. Um, and um, I'm looking right here real quick on some of these. That Acadian Night Candle is uh, one of my favorite. That's actually a. Uh, we do private label candle manufacturing for other companies, and that one's made for a store in Boston, by the way. Mm. And the name for it that came up with, somebody commented on here, it's called Acadian Night. We see the store, Boston General Store up there, and we make that for them. And a uh, pretty popular, pretty famous graphic designer, Joshua Minich, did the, uh, the design for this. But we make them here in town. So we do a lot of private label manufacturing for other people. So when you guys want your own custom candles, let me know. Yeah. Uh, but that's a that's the, um, the biggest uh, business advice I could say, and then also don't listen to what everybody else has to say. <clears throat> what I mean by that is, you should definitely I think you should, and I don't know it all by the way, but if you you can listen to, you know, get somebody's opinion and see what they say, but it doesn't mean that you have to go do it. You mm-hmm. need to think on your own because I had people, one of my best friends, I was talking about like this is the this bath salt, one of the first products ever made. And I was like, I was sitting around, we were drinking uh, <clears throat> in this backyard. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about starting this business and I'm going to make products that were typically not for guys. I'm going to make them okay for guys. He's like, what? Like what? And I said, well, you know, like candles, I'm going to, you know, and bubble bath and bath salts. He's like, why would any guy want that? You know, and I was like, well, it's just, I don't know, you're hungover. You want to get a candle and get a another glass of, you know, get a glass of whiskey and get in a tub with i don't know just like you want to you're in hell you want to come alive you're trying you're in survival mode you know you want to just try to come alive probably not go bragging about it to your friends about how you're soaking in the tub right now but you we all know <laughs> that it's like a it's a way to maybe nurse a hangover so it was like why he goes i would never buy a bubble bath or bath salt that's for chicks i'm like dude like Come on, drop the tough guy mentality. I'm six four and two hundred and thirty pounds, can probably run through a brick wall. You're like, what do you like you're not that tough, buddy? Chill out. John Wayne took a bath, you can too. You know, like chill. So Right. And I knew by his resistance on that 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 was a good idea to make a product like that because now you just have to change the way that the pe- that people perceive it. You know what I mean? And so a good example the the way the world changed the way people perceive a product is if you look up the history of a wristwatch. So before the turn of the century, every single male by the time he was 15, it was like a rite of passage. That's when he got his first pocket watch, right? But no male had a wristwatch. Females had wristwatches. Those were small Mm. and dainty. They were not waterproof. They would scratch. They were, they were an accessory for whenever you were going out on, to, uh, you know, on the town or whatever, you know, or whatever it may be. So I can't remember. There was some kind of war. I can't remember what it was in Burma or somewhere. And um, they would time artillery coming down and they would run from bunker to bunker. But so they had this pocket watch. You imagine you're getting your ass shot off and you're taking out your pocket watch to time wherever you got to do and whatever you got to meet up and running. For, I mean, you got a gun and whatever. So they started strapping it with leather with to their arm so they could see it and then <laughs> you see how this evolved so after that after the war or whatever it was they started making watches bigger and uh, actually started making little leather cases that you would set your pocket watch in and it would 
attached to your wrist. I actually have one of them. And then they started just making uh -huh. watches bigger for guys. And that made them where they yeah. were eventually waterproof and they wouldn't scratch and so on and so forth. So they changed the way the world perceived a product, you know, mm -hmm. and we're not doing anything that earth that groundbreaking, but we did market some things pretty good and we were pretty You early. do sell a lot of candles, yeah. We sell a lot of candles. <laughs> so a lot. And so you know, you we, know, had we a... were just early and, and that's why I think because you know, everything went crazy after that. Everybody got into you know, spray tans and Botox and <laughs> whatever everybody's into now. But in 2012, whenever I started all this, it wasn't this um, self-care and stuff like that for kind of guys wasn't as popular. And we're not too far mm -hmm. into it, but we definitely have some pretty cool rocking gifts for dudes. And some of it's more like, quote unquote, guy man stuff, you know, and uh, which would be something like, just to give you an example of what that might be, it might be like, uh, Like this, this is a this is a knife made with buffalo horn, and this is this is cut with a blowtorch out of a vintage plow disc. And my friend Max Foglia makes these in Brazil, so that's awesome. a pretty. <laughs> you know, so I need to get me one of those. Down. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. needs one of those. Um, you know, or straight razors that are custom milled or whatever, and you know, like, you know, um, <clears throat> what might be like a like a dude thing you know like these are chip these are chippewa snake boots so they if you're hunting or fishing and you're camping or hike, whatever these uh these boots snakes can't bite through them and they do work um you know so we just have all kinds of stuff here so we have a little bit of something for everybody and i think that's what makes our business business successful because whether you're 16 or 86 we're gonna have something in here you know because a lot of the stuff we have is very timeless and very very gifted yeah absolutely um again want to say hi to and thank you to everybody who's tuning in uh mimi trahan from houston magazine modern luxury is in the house uh west watkins we had another comment um that said talking about what you were saying with watches same with hats fedoras were originally made for women oh that was cool yes i didn't know that uh, and business mentors along the way if i had any business mentors along the way uh yeah i would say uh bill baldwin has helped me out a lot he owns boulevard realty here in the heights um he's one uh i currently have one right now his name's steve sabo he's actually one of my business partners um <clears throat> i've had a few people along the along the, the the road that we've just uh I guess gotten to know a little bit that have helped out, but really Bill Baldwin, which is one of my, you know, best friends. I've met him through here. Uh, he's helped me with a lot of different business dealings and things like that. And a lot of these guys like him and my business partner, Steve, um, um, they've really taught me how to slow down and, you know, kind of think things through a little bit better. And, uh, cause I'll, I'll get kind of fired up about something and go, you know, you know, berserk trying to figure it out or whatever and, and engulf my life in it. And they just kind of, want to they'll slow me down a little bit and that's one of the biggest lessons i've learned is go in go heavy but pump the brakes sometimes you know and uh chill out definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely how have you been um how have you been adapting through the covid19 pandemic with the store having to be people can't come in and shop like they were <laughs> but um you, you know following your instagram seems like you're being very innovative with virtual tours and things like that what have you been doing to adapt to this whole situation yeah so um you know when this all happened uh <clears throat> i knew that um uh, you know it would actually well, i didn't know i assumed it would get to a point where we were going to have to convert everything to uh online and i didn't know the extent of it i didn't uh think they were going to shut all the, the i didn't i didn't think we were going to shut the, everything down like it is obviously so you had nobody had any way of knowing but um we, oh man, so, so much to think about this happened so quick. Yeah, we, been like uh, one thing after another. Whenever all this started happening, <clears throat> we started uh, booking orders for manufacturing, uh, manufacturers that have uh, mix sanitizer. So that's one thing that we started doing like immediately, but we didn't have a lot of money at the time. We would never really have a lot of money, but we didn't have a whole lot of money because we were investing into a new Austin location. And, um, 
so that was all going on and we were moving staff members down there and then we were planning for, we were ramping up our production to for that store which mm -hmm. cost us a lot of money for all the raw ingredients so we we're like spending money on the austin store staffing for all of it uh training and all that sort of thing inventory uh of our own products and the labor to go into making them and third-party goods so we're ordering stuff from other and we're going to start shipping it to austin so all this goes on so we we got just money going everywhere because we're banking on the austin store and then this all happens and then went to crap issue that with the, the sanitizer all started coming in which was great but the world the Oh, cutting out a little bit to fill the sanitizer but we just don't have the bottles to put the sanitizer in so we're getting all kinds of weird shaped bottles and all kinds of stuff that just to put the stuff in so we were doing online or so you know online orders uh we were doing uh came up immediately with uh this terminology i just called it virtual shopping and um mm -hmm. and it got a lot of press and pr so because we always used to facetime i mean a um an iPhone for our shop phone. And um, we would FaceTime with people sometimes if they couldn't come in and walk them around and be like, hey, you know, who are you shopping for? You know, oh, my dad, cool. What's he into? Golf? He, does he drink? Does he smoke cigars? What's his thing? All right. We'd find out who they're shopping for, what he's into. And we'd say, you know, what, what, what's your budget? You know? And then now we know what to show them. We walk around and talk about this and that while we like it. And it was kind of your next best thing besides being able to come into the store, right? Mm -hmm. So people could always just go shop online, but, you know, there's just thousands of products just like any other place. So people wanted to come to the store before, otherwise they would just shopped online. <laughs> I mean, there's no, and otherwise there'd be no reason for us to even have a retail shop, but they want to meet somebody, talk to somebody, get their opinion. So we wanted to give them that in the comfort of their own home while it was all doing it so we'd facetime with them so we're booking up all these facetime um sessions and shipping that stuff out and then just promoting like crazy and then we started taking the downtime to do things that we had always wanted to do like setting up our youtube channel and working on doing live streaming on youtube which was i was actually talking to you about earlier that you wanted mm -hmm. to do um working on our back-end stuff for like all of our employee manuals and files and all those sort of things and then taking the time to develop some new products and working on graphic design and you know just like you know, in hopes that like when, when, when all of this stuff is all over, uh, you know, we're, we want something to be there at the end of it and not just be like, well, we sat around the whole time griping and planning and how bad this sucked and we didn't do anything positive and we just were crying the whole time. I mean, that's just, that's no way to, and there's people out there every day. Like I have friends on my personal fa Facebook account and I just, I just, hit that snooze for 30 day button. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Cause I just wake up in the morning. I'm like, dude, I just want to see you like what you cooked for dinner last night and how, what, you know, what you read your kid, you know, your kids, the bedtime story or whatever. I just want to see right. like, a, a snapshot of your, of your life. Something positive. Something positive yeah. that you're doing, whatever. <clears throat> and instead it's like your whole world's crushing down and everybody's to blame and blah, blah, blah. And you, you know it all. And all of a sudden you're an infectious disease expert. And you know, like, <laughs> dude, like you don't even know how to take Benadryl much less like cure Corona. I mean, like just stop. So I, you know, I'd snooze that. So I just kind of cut out any negativity in my life personally and uh, any kind of social media related. And then um, I just focused on staying positive with different stuff. And I wanted to use this hand sanitizer and these masks and stuff that we got in to be able to not only <clears throat> put people back to work, uh, you know, we got to make money to be able to pay the bills here. The overhead doesn't stop. And mm -hmm. you got a production space, you got an Austin space, and you got this space that's three rents. And then you got, I don't know, however many people we have working here a lot. So you got all of them. You want, we, want to, we want them to be working. So we need to make some money off of it, right, to be able to pay them. But we also wanted to be able to give a lot of this this uh, sanitizer and things that uh, uh, people in the medical industry or first responders. Uh, I know a lot of police officers, a lot of firemen. I wanted to be able to give them that stuff. So we dropped we dropped off some sanitizer to a fire station down here a while back, and we have people that that pop up here all the time. And we just give it to them, no questions asked, whether you you know we just trust you, you know. So. Um, trying to do what we could, which we'll walk some st across the, the road over here to a retirement home. They didn't have any there. So 
you know, just little stuff like we can. I mean, you can't save the world, but you can at least when this is all over with, I think one thing that people need to realize is they're going to think back for the rest of their lives about what did you do? Did you sit around and complain during this time? Did you attempt to try to do something good and positive, whatever it may be? You know, like, what did you do? Mm-hmm. And I know that for my own selfish reasons, I want to make sure that that I can, I don't know, quote unquote, live with myself or whatever you want to call it without getting too deep in it, that I did some, I did some pretty good things, right? Uh, you know, that's kind of my thing. So the next big thing, and I'm going to walk out, I'm going to show you all this, this shop real quick is with that sanitizer, um, we're going to have our, our Houston's first, uh, we're going to call it a BYOB sanitizer station. So bring your own bottle. Because like I mentioned earlier, we can't get oh, the I love it. So we have the sanitizer and we have the, the machine to pump it in there, but we don't have the bottles to put it in. So you can bring your own bottle up here and we will fill it for you. And so just like when you, you'll be able to put your bottle on the scale and then pump it, we'll get, we'll zero the scale. Then you'll pump however much you want in there and then put it back on the scale and it'll be able to print out a thing just like you would at the grocery store whenever you weigh your vegetables, you know, and it barcodes and everything. Yeah. I'm going to show you the store before we go do that, though. Let's see. So this is when you come up the stairs here. You come up the stairs, and this is what it looks like here. And then uh, this is our checkout area over here. You can see how we're robbing everything off all, all, off all of the shelves. <clears throat> and then we have, like, grooming and apothecary stuff and uh, a lot of these normally these shelves have a lot more stuff on them. It's been picked through cocktail stuff. A lot of that's been the big thing people are buying these days. And our shelves are pretty bare here. This is a lot of our candles and a lot of the products that we make here under that flag. And um, this is that little bar set up. We always got, you know, got, got some local beer in here. Yep. So we typically get them all. We'll get like Carbach and we'll get Eighth Wonder and we'll get St. Arnold's. You know, eleven below. Uh, we got almost, all. almost, almost feel like we're on MTV Cribs right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. A little bit, and then uh, these are like clones and fragrances and stuff, um, cookbooks and all kinds of different like more expensive stuff in here. Watches. And you have this big shelf here full of stuff. Fitting rooms. This is Elizabeth counting something on the floor. <laughs> I have no idea. Apparently, she's doing hat inventorying or something. <clears throat> and then um, these are like some of the some of the clothing, leather goods. BYOB Hand Center. Bring your own bottle. Yep. Where is this Austin location going to be? Austin location is on South Congress. Yeah. Question from um, Tony David. I think he's actually friend of mine is actually moving to Austin soon. So. You'll oh, be cool. seeing him there. Nice. So this is the store. And then I'm going to take you all downstairs. I'm going to show you the BYOB hand sanitizer station, which I'm sure is going to go crazy. This is Sterling. He's apparently packing. Um, those are to go. Those are retail to go or whatever they call it. Clean yep. screen. That's the American flag on the, on the left there. Yep. That's the flag. And that's the bench. Everybody sit on and take photos. And now these are all like, these are, uh, orders that are going curbside today, I guess. And then we have this little, so we, this has been replaced with uh, crappy Walmart plastic tables <laughs> for this thing, this mess that we're in. And they have a little temporary station here, I guess, for what's this, curbside shipping, shipping and mask. I guess these are orders for like face masks. And so when people get their orders, it actually they actually take it outside? Yeah, they can take them out, but they uh, they have uh, face masks and gloves on. And then we have uh, hand sanitizer that they do all day long. And these are some of the masks that we got in. These are apparently, people say these are one of the softest ones that they've, they've ever had on. So this lady, I just posted it. She was just talking about it. Um, and so we constantly clean everything. I mean, I mean like, like obsessively, which is obviously, I, I've, I've gone through this much sanitizer because I'm real OCD anyway. Um, like in a couple of days. Um, so I put this over here for now. So as you can see, this um, it's like a filling machine. So you'll be able to come up here. You'll be able to bring your bottle. Say this is your bottle. 
and you can put it on the scale and you'll zero the scale and then you'll put this under here and when you pull the lever it'll pump it however much you want you put it back on there and then we'll you can you can then you know pay for what you put in there so it doesn't matter how big the bottle is or what kind of container you bring and you know so it could be a very small one it could be a large one or whatever and that's the idea so you can fill we fill this thing up with it <clears throat> and then um so anyway Great. this is the downstairs so that's the byob hand sanitizer yeah so this is the first look of it and then we have a big hydraulic machine that's custom built like if we need to fill up any large containers or something because we have a lot of sanitizer and then um this is the car here so you can get in here and a lot of people will get their drink and they act like they're drinking and driving. Yep. And then um, <laughs> this is, we're doing another thing we started doing is custom um, uh, gift boxes to, for corporations. So during all this, so we would, this is 50 of them going out, these red boxes. Mm. So it's like a care package that these corporations are sending out to their clients and we'll do it all for them so they can pay us to bring all these products in or have them all delivered here. So like they wanted like, I don't know, they wanted Jiffy Pop popcorn and they wanted games in them and then they wanted a candle and they wanted whatever. So I guess we, you know, are bringing in another label printer for to be able to offset that. We've got a bunch of hand sanitizer we're about to put back up online. The corporate gift boxes or little feel good boxes and whatnot. This is the candle bar that's now a shipping station. So this used to look really cool. Like you would go yeah, it looks a little different. Yeah, you go up to this, you can see pictures on the Instagram page. But this cool, like, live grain wooden table, this is where we'd make all the, the candles. So you'd come in here, and you would we'd teach you how to custom blend your own candle uh, with that. So where's uh, Wall Street Journal just reported a lift of the stay-at-home ban for Texas this Friday. What is that? I have to process what that even means, because every day I hear something new, and uh, it's like yeah. something... Uh, then uh, we got the uh, news. Miss Pac-Man. But yeah, kind of some women's clothing and a little more kind of women's-sided stuff down here. And then that's mm. the women's dressing room, some bags. But Kind of uh, like you were talking about, something something for everybody, you know, all ages, yeah. men, women. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just the thing. Like, we're not, whenever we first started uh, <clears throat> the business and we opened the retail, better yet, we were in, I don't know, I can't remember what magazine or newspaper or something, and somebody was like, you know, Houston's newest hip, hipster store. I'm like, I'm going to Google. I'm like, what the hell? What is a hipster? And like, I didn't even know what that meant. I was just told I was a redneck all my life, you know? So I didn't even understand what that meant. And so that's, I can assure you, not my vibe, not my thing. Uh, and um, walk y'all out here and show you the outside. So you can see it's two stories. And then this is that. The mural. What I our target audience is kind of like a, I would say like a 35 to 50 uh, crowd and um, kind of a, I don't know, kind of a business professional crowd, I guess. We're not really catering to younger, you know, I don't know, whatever they thought we were going to be catering to, but that's just not our, it's just not our crowd. Maybe it's because our products are kind of more expensive, so it weeds out, you know, kind of. I don't know, it's just, we're not selling the Abercrombie and Fitch crowd or whoever, whatever, you know, a gap right. crowd. Right. Different well, vibe. Yeah, if, if the stay-at-home ban is lifted, uh, David was coming again, that means you'd be able to be back open, which would be great if uh, that is the case on Friday, get people back in the store there. Uh, for now, people can, it's manready.com, right? Your website? Oh, is this? Yeah, yeah, manready.com. Oh, this is my friend David, yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to process that whenever, because I was getting, like, whenever I'm talking on here and, you know, I'm kind of like thinking about it and especially when I'm reading it, I'm like, I don't want to say something stupid because I didn't process it correctly, you know? Yeah. Uh, just because you're on the spot. I have a very hard uh, time multitasking myself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was, I was thinking about it whenever I'd said that, like, and, and I was trying to read it again and just make sure I understood it correctly because I was like, is this true? You know, top, you know, like mentally, mm -hmm. like just, that would be awesome because we're definitely, trying to get more people back to work. The biggest thing challenge we've had is making sure people have a, a safe uh, work environment. So every day we have a quick meeting with the staff because we come through, we hand, we sanitize this place from top to bottom. We do it.
before, during, and after our shift. Um, so we're over the top, you know, OCD about just cleaning the heck out of this place. Um, um, we're trying to stay up, up to, up to date with different, um, you know, articles and things that are coming out and whatnot. You're trying to, you know, you don't want to get your hopes up, but you also want to be prepared, but, um, we're adapting, taking things one day at a time. Um, just keeping our nose to the grinding stone, you know? Yeah. Chelsea Payton waved and said, hello. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Um, we've, uh, I guess, you know, one last thing, you, you talked about this earlier, but I love what you were saying about tuning out negativity and um, staying positive. Um, what are some, any silver linings that, that you can pull from this whole experience as, as tough as it may have been? Well, <clears throat> my take on a lot of this stuff, just my opinion, and I was actually telling my mom about this because, you know, she was talking about when things get back to normal. Well, what we realize, what I think is, the silver lining is things are going to be better and it's how things should have been done in the first place. And, you know, I was, I'm not the most religious person in the world, but I was telling my mom uh, that like, this is God's way of punishing us. Cause you know what? We're a bunch of dirty, inconsiderate, selfish and entitled want everything right now, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, it's got out of hand. You weren't respect you. Everybody wants to be, diverse and different and blah, 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 you know, and they embrace that. But you know what? Those same people that preach, you know, be you, be unique, be different, have your own beliefs and own whatever. If you're if the same people that preach, that are preaching it, if they're not, if they don't have the same opinion as you do, they're in the wrong and they're going to, they're going to come down on them like a ton of bricks. That's not being a good neighbor. You should be able to do your own thing, be your own person, you know, have your own beliefs and not have somebody just tar and feather you because you're not like them. Right. So you got, so now everybody's equal, right? doesn't matter about the color of your skin, what religion you are, how much money you make. Are you a celebrity? Are you a superstar athlete or whatever? You're all equal now, like it should have been, like you were, like you were saying you were, but if they weren't like you, you were, you know what I mean? It's hypocritical, mm -hmm. big time. So now you're all the same. We all know it now. Everybody knows it. Now you're thinking about where things were made. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about the details. You're thinking about every single thing, including your damn toilet paper. Everything, right? You're thinking about this bottle. You're thinking about every little detail. You're thinking about senate being clean and sanitary, which you should have done the whole time. How many times mm -hmm. have you been in a restaurant or a bar and some dude comes out of the stall and just doesn't wash his hands? Right. A lot. Far too many times, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so... Now, everything's going to how it should have been in the first place. Respect, that means, you know, washing after yourself and cleaning, you know, and being hygienic and all this stuff. That's being, that's being a good neighbor, right? And mm -hmm. now people are going to think about all that stuff. They're going to be more respectable. going to think about how things are made, who made them. They're going to think about jobs, job security, what business profession they're going to go into that's going to be able to weather the quote unquote the storm you know what i mean like different things you know um people are going to put a lot more thought into a lot more things i know with it we already have we already are a lot of the businesses and companies that we work with are um i don't know i think it's a crappy way to have to have a reset but we are you're going to come out of it and things are going to be better right i mean eventually you know and they're not going to be like they were the only bad thing is, you know, we're going to have to teach us, we're, we're going to have to learn a new handshake because you can't do those anymore, right? So right. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if everybody carries one of those little plastic, you know, hands that you, that's extended that you like, you pull the trigger and you like can shake a hand with it or something. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what the new thing is going to be, but, you know, but I think the silver lining is everybody's going to be more thoughtful, more respectful, more considerate. They're going to be, how we should have been that we 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 totally just pissed it pissed it away you know we had an opportunity just to be good and humble and you know respectful and we just screwed it all up mm -hmm. got dirty and then the button got pushed and said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna here you go now you're gonna think about it all and so sucks but here we are we'll get through it but uh we've adapted well we've got like i said we're uh 
trying to do our part. We're putting people back to work, trying to stay positive through it all. I'm not going to graph and complain all day long about it. And uh, we're staying busy. So we've never skipped a lick the whole time. We've had something going on seven days a week through, through, the, through the thick of it all. And we'll keep on rolling. Yeah. Man, I knew I could get some words of wisdom from you. Um, wanted to uh, say thanks for, for coming on. Again, if anybody's just joining, um, this is obviously Travis Weaver from Man Ready Mercantile. Uh, one of my favorite people, one of my favorite stores in Houston on 19th Street in the Heights. Uh, you can check out their stuff right now at manready.com, 24-7 online shopping. Uh, and then sounds like maybe you'll be able to open the store back up soon, which is great. And uh, that B that BYOB, bring your own bottle hand sanitizer, looks great, man. I think I, think, uh, yeah, I know well, I can uh, definitely utilize that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it all. Um you know, and get, getting caught up with you more. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of spread the word. Anything like this, we, we don't, we definitely don't take it for granted. It doesn't matter to me how many people are watching. I, you know, if it's just one person that can, uh, you know, uh, see kind of what we're doing, what other people are doing, what you're doing and whatnot, and just kind of maybe help, help them out. Maybe whether it's through a particular product, uh, a feel good item, like a candle to have in their house that they're cooped up in or something that's more serious, like a mask or a, um or some sanitizer or maybe they know they're watching and maybe they know somebody that could use some and they hit us up like that we just never know who's looking and um we're just proud to to um be here to to offer whatever it may be to whoever it may be and uh and do it the right way and keep these people working you know? yeah so. i almost i almost forgot to mention too i, I put on my uh the shirt i got from man ready in the case <laughs> it's one of those taylor stitch shirts oh yeah yeah those are uh, good you told me it would be one of my favorite shirts when I got it, and it definitely has been. Well, good. I'm glad to keep you well-dressed, Nick. Thank you. I should. Right, uh, I need some help in that department for sure. But thanks, Travis, and uh, right, best wishes to you, man. And thank you for everybody who joined. We'll uh, post some highlights of this later to our Instagram feed and uh, get it up on YouTube as well. Awesome. Well, thanks, Nick. Appreciate you guys for uh, joining us today. All right. Thanks, Travis, and thanks, everybody out there. All right, y'all be here.